going on pals welcome back to another week of transparency with your man rob dz rob robbie roberto bob spongebob the list goes on but you guys can figure it out i'm back and i'm super excited to discuss another a uh, great to- another to- i can't even talk i am so sorry i just want to give you guys full a full perspective of what's going on i worked 11 hours today so i'm quite bit but you know what? My producer gave me a good gap before we can just jump on. Um, I'm really excited to just kind of reload. So I'm gonna try it again. I'm back again to talk about a great subject, 2020, reflecting on tribulations that affect us and also mental health. Uh, these topics are dear to my heart. Well, not 2020, they can keep that shit back there. <laughs> Everything else, mental health is really dear to my heart because I'm personally going through a couple of issues right now that I wanna get off my chest. I wanna to continue to create a, a safe environment where we can talk about this and, and we can support each other in that aspect. And I also really excited to dive in and especially today's topic to reflect on 2020. Um, I actually have a special guest, you guys know well, my great producer, Nate Torres. What's up, homie? What up, Robert? Como estas? I'm good, man. I'm trying to wake up and I'm here. I'm happy you're pushing me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I've had a fantastic day, a nice content day. Very productive. Can't complain. Very productive. Can't complain. That's always good, homie. Um, I, are you like, I'm, I'm a little excited today because we're going to go over all the crazy shit that happened last year. That excites you? <laughs> I mean, it's funny because some of the stuff is like funny, but some of the stuff is like really sad. Like when we talk about Kobe. Like, I'm not ready. Are you? Yeah, I mean, I could talk about Kobe any time of the day. I think about him. I think about him every single day, honestly. I see him on my wall every single day. I have his, his number eight jersey on, on my wall. So I, there's not a day that I go, I don't go thinking about him. That's good. That's good that she, like, can push through and just not let that affect you in a negative way. I remember in a moment, it was just, like, a lot to take on. It was just when we found out. Because I was like, it has to be a hoax. This is a hoax. This is fake. And I just can't accept that. Um, but we're going to put a pin on that before we jump into that. We're just going to go ahead and uh, just dive in and just start talk about some things. I know that you personally sent me something uh, matchable. And it just kind of gives you this article, 58 things that you probably forgot about 2020, which is great. It's going to be our tour guide to talk about what's went down in 2020. And um, just before I forget, I want to uh, definitely mention, if you guys are listening and you guys enjoy these podcast episodes, please make sure that you tune in or check out uh, Space Kaiju Productions. You can listen on any sound platform from iTunes to SoundCloud uh, to anywhere, Spotify. And there are also many episodes and also different series. I definitely recommend you guys to keep it locked and check them out because they are pretty epic. Uh, That being said, we're going to go ahead and continue diving back on the topic of Reflecting on 2020. When I think of 2020, I just think of the most fucked up thing that can ever happen to this world. I mean, we had aliens, we had fires, we literally had Trump's, you know, just ready to just go to war with World War III. It was many things that I just couldn't really prepare myself for, but I would say that we got through it and we survived. Whew, I'm so happy because of that. Breaking down and starting uh, hitting this off on our first thing, I want to go ahead and just start the uh, topic with talking about 
first thing I remember was in January was the fires, right? Nate, we had the fires that was going down in January in Australia. We had all these poor, cute little koalas. I mean, what did they say? They said there was like, it, this was like the long, one of the longest fires in history. Uh, one of the biggest acres in history. It was just like world domination of fires. Do you remember that? I do. And I actually, when you, th- when I think about that, like uh, that's not like the only places that we actually had fires. Uh, we actually had fires here in California. Yeah. So like w- when the fires happened here in California, it also made me reflect on what was going on in Australia and I believe Brazil. I'm not too sure. I think there were some in Brazil. I could be wrong. Mine would have been a- another year. The, the, the way I found out that news and probably the only way I would have found that news out was through the Philip DeFranco show. And he sheds yeah. light on a lot of different causes and things that happen out in the, throughout the year. And uh, that was one major one. And it, I think that, that, that scares me uh, that it happened on Australia because for me to know about Australia, the one thing I know about Australia is that it's one of the most deadliest places on the planet being with like yeah. venomous uh, animals. So uh, for all those animals and, and, you know, people who live there to be affected, it's a true um, tragedy in a sense, you know? So it's yeah. Like- That's good that you pointed out. Cause I do remember it was like the series fires everywhere on Hulu. Um, and it was just like so many things going on. I want at once. Cause I had ended the year of 2019 to 2020 and it was just, everything was going on. It was just crazy. It was really crazy. We had fires in California and I just remember it was everywhere. And I remember, oh, I'll dive into that later. But yeah, fires is something that took place that was definitely memorable because it was very, it was a lot. It was a lot going on, a lot of smoke. Um, moving on, something that also took place in January that was really, I want to say a positive thing, um, was the Oscar Oscar won um, for best film of the year was Parasite. Mm-hmm. I mean, can we just say the well, well-deserving sh- uh movie ever like it was it was well deserved and it was excellent and it was the first foreign film to win uh best film of the year uh i i enjoyed the movie uh it took me a while to get to it like i I didn't uh watch it like right away uh like i kind of described to you i don't i don't kind of flock to it unless it's some big name that i've you know attract to in the film industry uh but i finally watched it and uh it was intense. It did give me like a, an uneasy feeling, but uh, I think it did a great job uh, in uh, showing why it was best, best picture, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was a great film. I think that was one of the few uh, positive things that took place in 2020. Um, I remember also it was still like January, February ish where (laughs) it was World War three that was going to be announced, not like a civil war, but like just crazy, like, war between um of course iran and u.s when donald trump was um ordering the u.s drone strike and they were going back and forth and i remember the memes the memes took off homie they took off where they were just like (laughs) everyone was saying everything like world war three is coming it was like i show you still burning now the world war excuse me war i can't say w's (laughs) world war three is trending 23 2020 is telling everyone to hold the beer so yeah 2020 is definitely making an impression early on, like fresh, like, hey, this is just a taste that we're going to come. And boy, we did not know what to expect because we thought this were like going to be the biggest problems. COVID hasn't even hit yet. Like it's already still fresh. There were rumors of COVID, but that was more, 
isolating China. It hasn't crossed over yet, which is unfortunate because the information did cross over. We just didn't get it announced from our leader, our president, that it was actually um, around us and it was coming to effect. And that's really unfortunate because if we had that information earlier, because it was very vital, I think we could have better prepared. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually had, I didn't really know too much about the whole uh, World War Three situation, but I, I feel like uh, there's too much going on in the world and there's too much at stake in the world uh, for anyone to be putting their finger on the button. Um, and it, which brings me to a quote from the movie Tenet uh, that I really liked. Um, we all believe we'd run into the burning building, but until we feel that heat, we can never know. Like, uh, like, come on, that that quote alone, just like, like we all think we can press that button and start the war, but you know, yeah, you know, no one's gonna yeah. press the button. No, no one, and plus, it, it should be no man, one person's responsibility to start something like that. Uh, it, yeah. Like I said, there's too much grown here. There's too much things in place and it takes a a, a real evil person to to let it rip and say i'm gonna press that button and start something well we did have the president donald trump as the leader so he's not the president anymore as of right now so we don't get right now if that's one thing we're not if that's one thing we're not going to reflect on it's that man i I, that's one thing we shouldn't like reflect on we should not give him the benefit of the doubt, we should not give him an, an, another another word until he's shown with his actions that he has changed into becoming a better human being, in my Amen. opinion. Amen, brother. I really appreciate you saying that, who we don't speak of. And that's really just what it is. You know, He's Voldemort. Uh, he is Voldemort. But I know we have a new president right now. How exciting is that? I mean, we have our first um, ethnic half black, half Indian vice president. And she is a woman. That is crazy. Hey, hey, real quick. T- but tell me why I feel like uh, Bernie Sanders and his memes are getting <laughs> oh more, gosh. are getting way more attention than the fact that Joe Biden is president right now. Bro, they need to leave my grandpa Bernie alone, but he's just chilling. He's just straight chilling. Like that's the face you make when it's done. Like you're just done. You know, like you. I saw my favorite work. meme. You know, my favorite, you know, which one of my favorite one was? It, the tiger it, blanket. No, no. It, well, it's he. He has a blanket on him, but uh, it's uh, it's him waiting outside the line of like a GameStop like midnight release. <laughs> like, like it's funny because I saw him on that corner, and it's like, hey, that looks like my GameStop. And I was like, oh I remember my god, the last time I went to like GameStop for like a midnight release. Oh my god, that's crazy. Before you even, fr- I'm just gonna jump ahead. Speaking of GameStop, Nate, do you know that when the PlayStation Five came out? And I don't know, whatever date, I think it was October, I nonstop tried to get one. I had failed a pre-order because I didn't, when I announced the system in September, that I thought the pre-order was going to take place on Friday because they announced November it November 12th. Yes. So they had sent, whatever day was announced, it, it had came out, but they took pre-orders that same night. I waited till Friday because I thought that was going to be the actual day to go pre-order. But anywhere I tried to pre-order, they were sold out. So once they went live, it was like nonstop. So then I actually have to do research. You have to follow these Twitter accounts that let you know any store that goes live that's actually sells it. Because by then, everyone had a tr- everyone didn't have a place and they were all set out because these stupid fuckers um, use <laughs> use bots. Whoa. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just upset oh, because you know, oh, yes, oh. this is this is my life. I remember working while keeping my phone in my hand, and anytime it vibrated, saying that I have to go stop what I'm doing to go on a website to try to compete against a bot, um, to win a PlayStation. It was crazy, man. You know that was, that's not like that's not the only thing people do that for, right? Like people do bots. that for shoes. Oh yeah, that yeah. For I com- learned that. People do that for computer parts. I was almost one of those people that helped with that, but I really. Didn't. Oh man! <laughs> well, I was able to successfully get one. I actually got two. I got, excuse me, I got one in 2020. I got it from Walmart. I beat a bot, and because it was already in my cart, so when they told it was back on, I was able to just check out for my cart already. And after three times, I they said it was sold out, but I refreshed it one more time and I actually got it. And then it never came. So when I got the alert for Best Buy, I was able to instantly uh, go on my computer, go to Best Buy and I got it that same, I was able to pick it up that same day. So when I brought that one, I just, when the one in the mail finally came from Walmart, I did pay for it, but I ended up just selling it. And I felt kind of bad because I did kind of sell it more than what it was should be. You know, it was at 5.30 and I sold it for like almost $800. <laughs> It's, I became the what I became my own worst enemy. You, ca- you became a flipping biscuit. Is that I did, <laughs> dude? I flipped the switch, bro. I'm, I'm on my grind, man. I'm trying to try to move, try to get that. Man, if if the boot fits, <laughs> I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. I just felt like listen, making a Toy Story reference. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> hey, there was a snake in my boot, dude, and I had oh, to take it is, off. And that's it what it was. Snake in the boot. What did I say? If the boot fits. fits. If I don't know where that's fits. from. I don't know where that's from. I, that was I think that's switch. the shoe if the shoe fits. Yeah. Well, like people if the wear shoe, boots, oh, too. like people say that like in reference, like if it's um, like if something applies to you, you'd be like, oh, well, if the shoe fits. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Mo- moving on. So now we're getting into like February, March, and that's where it was known that coronavirus was happening and things were starting to shut down. I remember that my birthday's in March, March 23rd, shout outs coming up. So I want y'all people to remember that. And I remember like two weeks before that, this is how I know it got real. Cause everything was happening. But when Disney shut down, I remember my heart sh- like dropped when I read it. And I was like, Oh no, it's ha- like, it's really happening. Like it's starting to get scary. And then Nate, a couple of days later, what happened in the grocery stores? Everything was gone. Yeah, I actually just saw a, a a picture right now from that website. We we're looking at this uh, um, this uh, article. To the idiots who cleaned out the toilet paper aisle at the North Seattle Fred Mayer, some factual information about coronavirus. It does not give you diarrhea. I thought it did. <laughs> Either way, people were scared that paper toilet paper was going to go. Skedaddle. It was like I remember going to the store and there was like hardly no food. Like, and this is at like I live next, I live in Azusa, APU, you know, college area. So it's like a lot of stuff. And I remember it was just crazy. I remember people being so paranoid. I saw one guy go outside, he Clorox all his food. He had like bananas. He was Clorox, and I couldn't make this up. I was just like, bro, like that's too much. But we didn't know what was happening. We were, you know, we were scared. And it, and it was scary. This was something scary because it was new to us, one, and it's something that's never happened. And then we also are American, so that explains a lot. Um, so, <laughs> you know, that it was very new and it was pretty scary. And we almost 
couldn't trust her neighbor. I remember that mindset. Like you, I never looked over my shoulder so much going on in public, you know, masks wasn't in effect, but people who had masks would try to cover up, you know, cause it was still abnormal to wear masks yet. It wasn't normalized yet. It was like, people were kind of like, whoa, is it that serious? And then when it came into effect to put on masks, people, you know, started to do so. And then there was many people who did it. Um, and yeah, it started to go from one thing, another, but I know it became pretty crazy. Yeah, are you gonna say something? Um, honestly, I, I wasn't uh, too worried because I, I felt like uh, like like things were eventually gonna stay in motion, and as long as like no one was to put a pause on uh, like like the world, then we would be good, you know. But that still kind of like like mind boggles me to this day. Uh, the fact that like all you need to do uh, to keep your business open is like pay like a certain like like uh, pay like the like the place where you're like living or something like you'd have to put down a lot of money which major corporations are the ones that can actually get by this right so that's why all like the mom and pop stores have to like close right like I well, just they heard- had a stimulus package that was going out but I actually know I, about I hate that. Th- I hate that shit though. Like it's like I don't know. Like I I'm not I don't look too deep into it, but it just pisses me off that I feel like like all these like people that make the decisions get to sit in their freaking well furnished homes and stuff like that while there's tons of people well, who I can give you more in depth about that. Right, so I actually so. at my company that I was working at before I actually, you know, I had shared this my I think my last time I worked at um, I was a sales manager for a company, but we closed through the COVID. And then I got a call later that we actually closed. But before I left, um, I actually wrote a proposal to actually um, not pay the water and electric bill for the place because, you know, COVID had just happened. We were shutting down. So I have to do that. And then initially we were going to take advantage of the stimulus package that they were sending out for the, um, the small loan. And basically it was a loan that was, you know, you don't pay back, but it's for businesses, but it went by certain banks. Banks were in charge of discarding the loan and approving a loan, but because they had a very competitive and long list and so many people, it was very limited. It was very limited at each bank, but they also evaluated you by your relationship with the bank. So if you're someone that has a, a, a good relationship with, some, with your bank for a long time, you most likely got it. And then if you did it, you most likely didn't get it, but it was very competitive. So a lot of mom and pops didn't even, know, you know, they don't do all that when it comes to like keeping their business up. So it makes sense to how they were able that, you know, they unfortunately closed, but big corporations did take advantage of that. And then co- corporations survived the pandemic that you wouldn't even expect grocery stores, fast food chains, you know, all these kind of things that you wouldn't expect was like thriving. I, st- I really still think that like, like we still could have functioned like the way we're functioning now. Like, yeah, you, you know, like, like why, why shut everything down when we can just put masks on and, and be a little bit more precautious about, cause then why go out at all? You know, like I still don't feel safe. So, but, but still I, 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 I can go out to like a target and not like a mom and pop shop. And while these pl- like places are like actually like taking the plummet. Like I agree that, with you. That, that's stupid. Yeah. And then over here, people in Florida and Rhode Island <laughs> having the a time of their Partying life. Partying up. Partying up, bro. I, I, I just re- don't understand it. But also, like, I also question, like, if, like, uh, 
like the amount of vitamin D that people get like in different locations differs whether you get affected by COVID or not. Cause like, you know how they say like you got to get a lot of vitamin D um, zinc, you know? And it's like, I think that's just an excuse that Florida says to Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia, those places are like super sunny and stuff like that, you know? Cause I think the numbers were rising um, when all that had took place, but that was during the season where we were saying like, well, who do we know really has COVID? But now being January, 2021, or we're saying, who do we know that doesn't have COVID, you know? So it definitely, it definitely got around. It took a little time. Um, what I also wanted to add is like you were mentioning like small places could even like stay open, you know, keeping busy, but target. And I, you're, the point that you were saying, because all these people are around, still around each other. And that sucks because places like my church was closed. Churches were closed. These are like sanctuaries for people. Not to that get. I heard. Well, <laughs> some of the churches were closed. There were cough, a lot of people cough, rebelling. Chino Hills. Cough. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. And there was other places, like even around me, that they're still open. There's certain demographic of type of churches that didn't like to follow the rules. But, you know, and not that, to say geez, that. That shit bugs me. Like where like some people just like, oh, I get to go gallivanting around like I, like I, I, I want, you know? While yeah. like there's people who are actually scared for their life, like myself, who is a type one diabetic, who's freaking yeah. having anxiety attacks uh, for going out where someone doesn't know how to stand on a damn footsteps that are on the floor for them to see, you know? Yeah. Like the guy that, that I went to AutoZone yesterday to buy some, some motor oil. And it's like, like I wanted to punch this guy standing right behind me because he's standing super close. And it's like, well, shouldn't stand too close to me, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, there's just like a, I don't know. There's just like a, like, you just wish people would, uh, like, think, you know? Other so than now, when you had said about the boundaries and space, like, how, how does that change your mindset? How does 2020 really change the way you think about, like, safety precaution or, like, you know, your your sense of safety boundaries? Like, what has changed for you? Hmm. Because now I'm, you seem more cautious about your surroundings. Oh yeah, I'm I'm way closed off. I'm uncomfortable a lot around a lot of people. You're uncomfortable around. A lot yeah, of even my own family. It sucks. Speaking of family, you know, my mother, my grandmother, and she kind of raised me too. She's 99, and I wasn't able to see her for her birthday. She did a drive by. I had to work, but I also felt like I couldn't see her because I, I'm be honest, man when I, the opportunity to come up for me to go out and do things, I took advantage of it. So I knew that I would be at risk if I even come in her proximity. So I didn't go. And I also met a lot of time, missed out on a lot of time with her last year. I was only able to see her twice the whole year, the whole year. And that's something I hugely regret because being 99, you know, an unfortunate thing can happen any moment. And I'm not able to take advantage of these, you know, these times right now. So, you know, it really sucks. Just the relationships, the sense of isolation, the sense of solitude that people are going through who are, you know, part of organizations who do things that are in a public, like churches or teach or just be around people, people having AA meetings, things like that. You know, now they're having to do things via Zoom, uh, via, you know, remotely, you know, work remotely. 
I think in the beginning, we kind of like taking advantage of these things, but now it's like, we're tired. You know, how many of us are in a zoom conference where we're tired of like someone's mic messing up or call drop or like we had last week, we had like this, my, my, my internet wasn't working too well. So we had to kind of start all over. I had to actually, a lot of people don't know behind the scenes. I got to record my whole intro over, you know, so it's just little things like that. That kind of sounds fun in the beginning, but after a while, to me, my personal opinion just becomes a little bit too much and affects the state of mental health. You know, I'm doing a lot better this week, but I am having, um, I do have these moments where I can't, I call them episodes and usually episodes entails of me getting greatly, becoming greatly depressed because I reflect on my surroundings. And then I have to try to figure out a way to dig out of the hole. And I always remind myself that no one is here to save me. I have to save myself which sucks, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, how do I, I'm going to feel better? Am I going to continue to stay depressed and not shower, not do anything, not eat, or I'm going to push through and get through it. And when I tr- think of that, I try, I, I kind of get my rhythm flowing and I bounce back and I try to do it. I, what really helps me when I go through those feelings is reaching out to someone, which I was really embarrassed in the beginning, but now that I do, and the people that I selected, it, you know, it really helps. It really helps because they listen, they care. And it really helps me to feel better to get out of that situation. And ultimately I am seeking a therapist, but I haven't found one yet. Yeah. That's a, that's always the challenge, uh, finding a therapist that you actually, uh, like talking to. Yeah. I, I love my therapist. She's, she's great. And do you mind like diving in what you see your therapist for? Are your choice of seeing a therapist? Mm, my main goal in seeing a therapist is so I can become a better man. And how long have you been seeing a therapist? Mm, since 2019, like the end okay. of 2019. So that's good. So almost a year you've been like seeing a therapist. Mm-hmm. Like, but most recently, you- but most recently, uh, um, I went on a pause, like, I finally just made an appointment again, just because uh, I was switching insurances and I had to, (laughs) I heard that. Yeah. So can you like share like one thing that was mentioned that kind of helped you from a therapist just to kind of give our audience a perspective that how they can heal. Mm, I don't know. Sorry. I I don't mean to put you on the spot. I don't know if I can share. uh, I don't know if I could share like one thing in particular, like from my conversations with my therapist, but mm-hmm. one one important thing I see in sharing to let people know in seeing a therapist uh, is like, uh, it's always good. Like, oh, here is an example on why it feels good to see a therapist. Like my first session with my therapist, like I, I was going through like a lot and uh, I was holding a lot in and then just like leaving that first session, like you feel like the weight off your shoulders, not like necessarily like you feel like healed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like you do, I don't know. I just like unloading, you know, but at the same time, like, I don't, I don't just utilize it as unloading. I just, I try to like use it as like a tool in, uh, reflecting and kind of like, um, I don't know. I like, I like it cause I don't, I, 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 I like it because you could talk to somebody who's not yeah. like related to, to you. Or I think, I think you, it's important to talk to somebody that like you have no, like relation with in like any sense like i don't mind having like the conversations that i do with uh like my therapist with like one of my best friends whether it's like 
Adan or big Chris or Christian Kobe. And like, like, I don't mind having those conversations with like those guys. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, I realize that like, I, they are human too. And they have like stuff on their own plates. So like, yeah, I don't like going and- to, to my friends for like deep, deep things because it's like, I, I realize that like, you know, like none of them are superheroes and they, they, they yeah. deserve, but I think what something special, like when you have like your set group of friends and and you have like that getaway that you guys can go and have like a sit down and conversation and, and let the deep talk roll. Like we have those moments when like we go do our Vegas trips, you know, like our close group of yeah. friends and we pregame in the, in the, but it's not the same. Oh, it's never going to be the same now. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely taking what I'm taking from what you said is that you definitely have what the what's you seen a therapist has created a space, which sounds like a safe space to just relief and take some take all this weight off your shoulders, you know, and to be it sounds like when you finish the session that you just feel this sense of relief and almost like a little bit better. Am I correct? Yeah, but with that being said, it's also like uh, I, I got like I, it's. I don't want to always go in there with like, um, like I'm uh, 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 like offloading everything. Like I got to go mm-hmm. in there with like maybe like one obligation or mission that like mm. I'm trying to like out like have an outcome with. Like, sure, I'm trying to talk about like how yeah. I feel and stuff, but I, like I want to leave there happy. I want I want to leave there uh, feeling like uh, the one thing that I was angry about going in there like uh, to talk about is resolved and stuff like that. You know, like. Yeah, that's what I use. Well, thank you for sharing that. I know that was pretty personal, but I, what, like I mentioned, with creating this season, this special season of transparency, is to be transparent and also, you know, want people to be able to relate. You know, being able to talk about these real life issues is, is you know, real life. You know, this is our lives, and this, these are methods that we're going to use to cope, to become better, and to become stronger. And I'm proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you because. You know, it takes a lot to not one only open up, but to just say, you know what, I'm becoming better and I'm healing, you know, not everyone wants to talk about how vulnerable they are or how they feel like maybe in an area in their life they need to work on. It isn't the easiest thing. So thank you for opening up about that. Mm-hmm. And just moving on, just continue to reflect on just 2020 of how it affects us. You know, um, I love that we can just jump from a fun conversation to serious to back fun. It just makes like talking about this stuff uh, a lot easier. Um, one thing, one of the uh, craziest events that happened that actually brought me and Nate closer was when Chad Bozmick died. And I just remember when I read it. Okay, I'm not going to get sad. Oh, God, the feels. I remember when I seen the news and I read it. And then I feel like a tear is coming. Um, I cried, cried, cried. I cried because um, Chad Bozmick wasn't just an icon legend and everything he touches, but the representation of what his characters that he performs, you know, portrays, you know? And it's so powerful and it's so monumental and it's very memorable um, because... I'm trying not I'm trying so hard not to cry. So please forgive me, guys. I just remember like the youth just saying, we have a black superhero we can relate to who's on a pedestal, not as a psychic, but who is a leader, who is strong, who is courageous, 
who is loving, who is someone that we can relate to in our culture. And But beyond that, just seeing this down to earth brother, just, you know, be so loving and so caring. And to us discovering that he had cancer for years and years before we, you know, um, before eventually the passing. And to know that he actually had cancer during the, during filming Black Panther just shows how much he wanted this and how much he was dedicated to this and how much, I don't know if he knew that it was going to be a big movement, but the movement that was portrayed and that was displayed was amazing. Just the energy in the theaters of people just dressing in cultural um, African attire to the people just coming together and saying Wakanda forever with the cross and just roasting Chasmic because he looks so tired of doing that. And just like really just enjoying the film. I remember I went to go see it three times. We went to go see it together. And I really, that moment when I, when we when that happened with his death, me and you were not, not to say we were on bad terms, but we weren't necessarily talking and communicating as often. And I just remember when that moment happened, I immediately text you because I realized that life is too short and things can happen so fast to not reach out and say, one, I love you. And I just want to move past whatever issues that we have. And I remember we talked about this on Nate's podcast, Conversations with Nate. So if you guys want to check that out on Space Kaiju Productions, it's a good conversation. We kind of go into that and where we're at with that. But I had basically said a couple of things. And then you had, I was like, yo, man, I miss you. I hope we can get better. And then you had immediately, you know, text me, everything was Gucci. You didn't say that, but you know, you said we were good. I love you 3000. If you guys ever get, I love you 2000 from Nate, you're, you're in, that's all <laughs> you're in. And that's how you know you're in, but we definitely make amends and we're here today, but you know, that's something <laughs> that's something that we went through and the world went through that was shaking. And um, it's just, you know, it's sad that someone I felt went was going so soon that really left a credible impact. Nate thoughts on our hero um i know i know he like like moved a lot of people and i think um uh especially with black panther he made uh lots of strides uh especially in like the superhero realm but uh i know uh he actually came out with a a movie or he will be coming out with a a movie in a movie pretty soon right isn't there Um, a movie that just got released with him it just it came to netflix it's with viola davis I do forgot what it's called, um, but they came out with it together. Mr. Rainey's Black Bottom. No, it was a different one where he plays like a soul singer. uh, Yeah, that's uh, yeah. it's uh, basically during a recording session. Tensions. Oh yeah. Ma Rainey, her ambitious horn player, and the white management determined to control the uncontrollable mother of blues. So it seems like he's a uh, co-star here, Um, but that's cool. You know that uh, they were able to uh, still you know, put together a film and uh, I look forward to seeing it. Um, it's on uh, Netflix yeah. actually. Yeah. I seen it. It was, it was pretty good. Uh, Valley Davis did an amazing job and he did, he definitely stand out. He definitely, there was a lot of him in the film that I didn't even realize he was that much in the film. So it was really good that they were able to um, contribute that. Um, I, I, I think, I think one thing that stood out to me, I think, I, I don't know what it was. I think it was crazy. I think the day that he passed, was like a day that like they were also like like acknowledging like Jackie Robinson or something like that, and so it, it just like I, I I could be wrong, but I I just felt like there were some 
like correlation between the two. Uh, I, I could be wrong though, but he he did a fantastic job of portraying Jackie Robinson as well. So, yeah, I mean he he did his act his shows were like really on spot. I mean his his movies his acting, you know, and I feel like because of Black Panther, he really I've really grown to like the character like superhero that much. Excuse me, I'm I'm X Men all day, but once he portrayed Black Panther, I was like, oh shit that's my that's my homie like that's the person i like and he just did such a well job but you know everything he'd done everything he did and does done was memorable and was something special so yeah i i really liked it and uh just kind of moving on some of the thing you know a lot of things took place you know i remember one time uh i don't need i don't remember when we had the california fires in our neighborhood that was very close to home do you remember the experience of like walking outside and seeing the sky so dark that scared the crap out of me. I remember <laughs> the fight, the Azusa fire. What I don't know if they're called Azusa fires, but the fires it was, was, it was lots of locations. Uh, but for me, I think, uh, um, because like I, 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 I noticed that like there's always been fires in California, but not like yeah. super close enough to like cause like a, a lot of ash to a serious yeah. ash. And so now that like I've experienced like a, like a lot of ash, like I kind of feel for like the areas that have this constant situation, you know, it's not good at all. I I, I think uh, not at all. September 9th was the day that I brought my dog home. And I remember the, there was a fire around that time and it was just very like red sky and like very cloud like uh, foggy and cloudy. And it, it was just not good. The, the allergies were acting up um i guess it worked out that like um covid was a thing because like it prepared us with masks already so i would already walk out with my mask just to take my dog to the restroom just so i didn't bring breathing any ash it's like that like we have to worry about covid and like breathing in ash so we're just like feel so suffocated during 2020 I, that's how i would uh st- time stamp uh 2020 with just a nice little mask an uncomfortable mask yeah it definitely was one gigantic uncomfortable mask and i believe when we had the ashes that was around us you know the sky was so dark it reminded me of um um the last airbender when the fire nation comes and the sky turns dark and all the ash comes <laughs> um it definitely resembled that i don't even and... want to say the movie it reminded me of that it's not appropriate which movie i'm just so curious just like one of the uh the the ta- I think the two the the one about the towers the, about the nine eleven with uh, Nicholas oh, Cage yeah, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah like we can't where, talk about that. <laughs> where it's just like freaking so much like like I remember that ash everywhere where you cannot see anything it's just traumatizing so it's just like like just to think yeah. that we got we had just a little the littlest of fires in some areas where it was even worse like I remember the Holly Hollywood one the Hollywood Hills one or the one that was yeah. Like, where it took out like a lot like uh actors um like homes and stuff yeah stuff like that it was just crazy because i i mean we like being californians like we definitely we we can deal with fires unfortunately i have to say that like we're used to it but the level and magnitude that this fire came from a freaking gender reveal party 
Um, ah, yeah. Yes. That's and can you remember it, that? Because there was that's one over there. It was one, like, when you take the 10, you know, you go, it's, what is that, northeast. And then there was one west. There was, er- literally, we had circles of fire. It was really everywhere. So that's why when we go outside, it was so dark. We couldn't see the sun because we had fires from every um location and uh it was just bad like it was just bad we couldn't see it was non-stop um but i wanted to bring up what there was the bombing last year the and um the other country i forgot where it was but it was so big the magnitude there was caught on video a couple oh, of clips uh that was like uh i don't know if it was dubai explosion oh no not dubai it was um and it was a country, I apologize, I don't remember where it was, but the video footage of it was so impactful that we were Barut, Barut, Barut. Barut, yes. Yeah. It was in a, in a, it was a warehouse, I guess there was like some chemical, I don't remember, please. Uh, yeah, there was like even like conspiracies of like, like a jet flying by, like dropping something too, that it could have been that. Oh my God, that was such a crazy little like. It was yeah, huge was though. Yeah, that was a huge thing because like that that one clip of that the people recording it from that that like building like across. Did you see the one with the bride? Like they were doing her, they were videography. They were doing her wedding, maybe, and they maybe. so in this particular clip, um, she was shooting her, you know, in her wedding dress, and then a bomb happened, and she just went flying, glass everywhere. I I don't I don't they never I never was able to look into like whatever happened. I'm, I'm to watching her, it now. I'm watching it now. Let me see. Uh, it's a 28 second video on August crazy. 5th. Eyewitness video shows a bride posing for photographs on her wedding day in Beirut on Tuesday when a massive warehouse explosion hit. See, look how beautiful she's. Holy gosh! It's scary, right? Yeah, it's crazy Ooh. like i'm like like admiring her dress and the flowers and then just and out of nowhere yeah i did not see this is the first time i've seen this one yeah that's that's pretty insane man there's cra- so much crazy shit that happened in 2020 man no it it really it really was that was something that was just really crazy to watch and just you know you just want to help people it was just crazy and then we had the biggest rain of them all Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion that took over the most took over music everywhere that just corrupted our youth forever with the walk. Think? Oh, jeez! Oh, I just can't get that song out of my head. And then um, we there was dances, there was a craze, and it was just like crazy popular. No, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of things that happened that were crazy in 2020. There were things that you know in media that were different there there's a little of everything you know there's yeah. definitely a lot to pick at here Wait, without without the... totally you know um depressing everybody you know we're trying to we're trying not we're not trying to like nitpick at little things from 2020 here i'm trying to overboard i would say that um it was almost like we became numb because i remember when i thought of when they confirmed the aliens the aliens um and everything the galacto the galactic force I was just like, oh, you know what? You know, it's 2020. What you know? What else can happen? You, you know, needed, you needed the government to tell you that. I mean, I don't know why we waited or I waited for the government confirmation, but I, you know, we all knew the conspiracies. 
I, I'm a big conspiracy when it comes to aliens, especially when it comes to like the pyramids and then also the civilization that happens in Antarctica. There's like rumor that they live there underground and they actually found like Google Maps. Sorry, I, I nosedive into that stuff because um, what people don't know that um, aliens is actually my biggest fear. So, <laughs> so I, I actually love watching that stuff. I, I, I purposely uh, watch like all that creepy stuff on it. It's pretty creepy. I hope I hope my my thing is it's like my hoping is just like like uh, they see me like kind of like studying their playbooks and stuff you know and it's like oh we we need him on our team when we go down shut up you know it's like uh it's like a a a college football coach you know he's like preparing for the NFL it's all it's all hey this is no time for your fantasy football talk okay get out of here (laughs) I'm trying Uh, to get drafted by the aliens bro Uh, yeah, I'm on so the it, I'm on the we come in peace team, okay. You're like that girl off of um um Independence Day, where she when Vivica A. Fox she works in a strip club, told her not to go down there to the rally, and oh you know, yeah, she, yeah, and you're like okay, I want, and then she goes, what does she do? She goes down there. We're acting our age, by the way. We she would go down there, and she's like the first one with the sign, you know. She says we love you, and then like she's one of the first ones to die. Like, yeah, that was crazy great movie by the way <laughs> yeah <it's a> <laughs> wasn't there a second one there was a second one uh vivica fox was in that one too not Dang. will smith and it was about I... his son wait will smith's son was in it um it's the son that they had together was in the film like he was one of the soldiers will smith wasn't tied to that film at oh. all though oh, okay. okay it wasn't that i can't believe i didn't i didn't try seeing that movie or anything like i i kind of like it it wasn't like the first one um it's very different very different i would say but you know they definitely kept to the script of idea of like blowing up everything so that was kind of like the same like monumental places so that's good well guys this is some of the key things that we want to talk about <laughs> reflecting 2020 and just all the craziness that happened uh as always i want to thank my producer for everything he does uh nate thank you so much for just having this conversation can, with me. can i say a quick word real quick yeah share it man all right so if you'd like to support the podcast network and robert's show in general and you shop amazon you can head over to spacekaijuproductions.com and click the amazon banner at the top left corner and it just helps the show and the network get those little tiny pennies you know with uh, whatever you want to buy so you basically click the, the banner and whatever's in your cart you go straight to your cart and check out and uh, a couple of like i said a couple of pennies go our way so yes yeah and um, also, if you guys are interested in just any general questions or even that you want to know, if you want to start your own podcast, you can definitely hit up Nate. He is the go-to guy. He has all those things. Again, that's Space Kaiju Productions. And that's on Instagram. Um, he has Twitter. Definitely hit. feel free to link him up or ask me and I can refer him. He's the go-to guy to answer any questions or concerns you have to um, get things started or if you're just curious how it works. Uh, again, Nate, I want to thank you so much. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, we have we had so much feedback last week about our first podcast episode it was amazing um i hope you guys enjoyed this one uh it was definitely a great conversation reflecting on everything that took place last year um again we have a special guest that's going to take place next week um we're definitely going to cover and get on the topic of mental health dive deep into that one and continue to talk about uh the crazy things that took place in 2020 and we have a couple spots open so uh for this season so if you're interested in becoming a guest on my show um please feel free to message me uh like subscribe thank you guys so much as always we love you and we'll speak to you soon holla